I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, February 27th. Here are today's headlines. President Joe Biden met with the top four congressional leaders today to discuss a deal that would spend billions of dollars on foreign aid. If a deal is not reached, the federal government could potentially shut down at midnight on Friday. Biden noted during the meeting that it's Congress's responsibility to fund the government. He said a shutdown would damage the economy significantly. And Biden added, I think we all agree that we need a bipartisan solution. Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said that it was critical to get aid to Ukraine and that if Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson doesn't come through with this aid, he will regret it. Johnson said that there won't be a government shutdown and that he's working to prevent it, according to Fox News. Missouri Republican Senator Josh Hawley said talks of a shutdown are ridiculous and blamed leadership for putting off the deal for so long, per CNN. This was supposed to be done in September. I mean, this is now almost March. I mean, this is just ridiculous. And they've had an agreement on the top line. They've had it since January. So I, th- this is why I voted against the last CR. They've just been kicking this can down the road. I can't believe that they didn't get work done over the, over the weekend. They've had months to do this stuff. I mean, I, my, I, my patience has run out. So Who's to blame? Leadership is to blame. Which leadership? Both sides? Well, all, yeah, of course. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, they're all to blame. I mean, at this, at this point, it's just it's absurd, I think. According to the Wall Street Journal, four agencies would shut down if a deal isn't reached. The Department of Transportation, Housing and Urban Development, Veterans Affairs, and Agriculture. Stay tuned for Friday. Virginia Republican Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears apologized for calling Democrat State Senator Danica Rome sir while responding to a question during a legislative session. Rome is a male, but identifies as female. The incident happened during a vote on prescription drug prices in Virginia. Rome asked Sears, Madam President, how many votes would it take to pass this bill with the emergency clause, according to The Guardian. While Sears responded to Rome asking that question, yes, sir, that would be 32. Well, this prompted Rome to storm out of the room after being referred to as sir, Sears initially had refused to apologize. She said, I am here to do the job that the people of Virginia have called me to do, and that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. On Monday, Sears said, we are all equal under the law, and so I apologize, I apologize, I apologize, and I would hope that everyone would understand there is no intent to offend but that we would also give each other the ability to forgive each other. Democrats in the Senate are looking to pass legislation that would prevent states from blocking in vitro fertilization and other fertility treatments. Illinois Democrat Senator Tammy Duckworth called for unanimous consent on her proposed bill. Duckworth said today that if you truly care about the sanctity of families and you're genuinely, actually, honestly interested in protecting IVF, then you need to show it by not blocking this bill on the floor. That's according to Politico. 
The Alabama Supreme Court ruled on Friday that frozen embryos produced by IVF procedure are children and therefore can't be killed by the clinic storing them. This also prompted backlash from those who say it would hamper IVF. Emma Waters is a research associate with the Heritage Foundation who focuses on family and life issues. And she said in an email to the Daily Signal that the IVF legislation is problematic for several reasons. First, according to Waters, it would override the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the first federal law to exempt itself, placing religious freedom in peril when it comes to IVF. Secondly, it removes all moral and ethical limits and paves the way for cloning, editing, and worse. No state or federal law could limit it, according to Waters. And finally, according to Waters, it allows anyone access to build a child through assisted reproductive technology, regardless of their background. It blocks all efforts to regulate with an eye towards the well-being of children. Colorado Republican Senator Ken Buck introduced a resolution on Monday calling on President Joe Biden's cabinet to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. The 25th Amendment was created for cases in which the president is incapacitated and unable to carry out the functions of the office. According to The Hill, Buck cited a report that came out earlier this month that we covered here on the show by special counsel Robert Herb that paints a picture of Biden in a steep physical and mental decline. Her ultimately cleared Biden of any wrongdoing in regards to classified documents that he kept after leaving office as vice president in 2017. However, Her said Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Her cleared Biden on the grounds that he hadn't done anything malicious and that he was a, quote, sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. This prompted questions about Biden's fitness for office. The Hill reported that Buck said the Her report officially addressed what many Americans have long witnessed with their own eyes, that President Biden is no longer fit to successfully discharge the critical duties of his office. Numerous instances were articulated in the report, according to Buck, and have played out in full public view, showing President Biden's apparent cognitive decline and lack of mental stamina. Buck said that given the demands of the presidency, the cabinet must remove Biden. According to the Colorado senator, the societal challenges and security threats our country faces are innumerable and require a chief executive with both strong mental and physical faculties. The time has come for the vice president and the cabinet to put our country first and move forward on invoking the 25th Amendment. If the cabinet did invoke the 25th Amendment, it would require a two-thirds vote by both houses of Congress to remove Biden if the president refused to leave voluntarily. With that, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for being with us here on the Daily Signal's Top News Podcast. Make sure to catch our interview edition tomorrow morning. Tyler O'Neill is sitting down with Ohad Tall to discuss the two-state solution that many are advocating for in Israel. Be sure to catch that conversation tomorrow morning. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Daily Signal Podcast wherever you like to listen and help us reach more listeners by taking a minute 
to leave a five-star rating and review. Thanks again for being with us today. Have a great night. We'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.